1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: 216-474-0092. Joining us right now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She is the fabulous one. It's Mary Kay Cabot who joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She's from the Cleveland Plain Dealer in Cleveland.com. Mary Kay, good morning to Hello. you. Hello,
3: Mary Kay. Good morning, guys. How are you doing?
2: We are doing absolutely wonderful. Peterlin, share the theory you shared with me. Yeah. with Mary Kay Cabot.
4: Okay, and and you know Mary Kay is very very well sourced, so she's probably just going to shoot it down. Uh, That's okay.
2: I'm, I'm, uh, whoa, 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 I'm very well prepared you for that. Couch everything. Just go right into it, brother. Uh, See if she says the, yes sometimes or no. The, the
4: couching is needed. All right. So I have a theory that Ken Dorsey got hired because of the Cam Newton Deshaun Watson podcast. So what happened a week prior to the hiring? is, uh, as you know, Cam Newton went on Deshaun Watson's podcast, and at some point, either before or after, Cam said, hey, Ken Dorsey's on the street, he's looking for a job, he helped me out in Carolina, he was my quarterback's coach there, we went to uh, the Super Bowl together, he won a league MVP, and Deshaun Watson, I believe, cares enough about Cam Newton's opinion that this carried over, and then he said, all right, I I gotta go tell the Browns this is the guy I need, and then he went and told the Browns it's the guy they need, and then uh, seven days later, they hire him.
3: Well, that's a very, very interesting theory. And I do think the fact that uh, that Deshaun Watson has a, a comfort level with Ken didn't hurt matters at all. And I'm sure that he has talked to Cam Newton about him. But I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, because they went on the podcast together. Uh, I can't remember the time frame, but if I'm not mistaken, hadn't they already interviewed Ken by the time I don't you believe,
4: the podcast. I don't believe that's I don't Uh-oh. believe that's right. That would poke a hole. That would definitely poke a hole in it. Got hole in mixed it. Up, didn't you? I, I, I mean, that would definitely poke a hole in it. But I no, I will I, look it up. But I don't believe that's accurate.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that uh, you know that they they went out and hired Ken because of of the podcast. But I do think that everything is geared to Deshaun Watson this year, and if he has a comfort level with someone, uh, they are going to definitely go out and make sure that they uh, at least consider that person.
2: Well, I got to tell you, if they did hire him because of a podcast, I mean, what the hell are we all doing here then? I mean, this is a pretty unserious <laughs> enterprise, wouldn't it be, Mary Kay? My goodness gracious! Well, it wouldn't
4: be the pod. I mean, it's not because of the podcast. It's just Cam is. Uh, yeah, 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 you've done a million podcasts well, I would before just love or to after. See- He's like, hey, Ken Dorsey's the guy. He helped me out a ton, and Deshaun it, takes what a former league MVP it, it, says seriously and goes, "Oh, light bulbs, You're just right." Sounds very You're right. He Aaron, would help me out.
2: Sounds very Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, Jonathan. Mm. That's. That's where I come off on that. Mary Kay, I want to go back to the Super Bowl for just a moment, but I had to had to get that question to you. Kyle Shanahan just let go of Steve Wilkes. There are major media members in this country saying that Kyle Shanahan is using Steve Wilkes as a scapegoat. Do you believe the same thing?
3: I think he could have waited a couple of days before he fired Steve. I, I really do. It looks like uh, Steve was just quickly the scapegoat for uh, you know, for the loss, and I think that it, it had the appearance of, you know, just reacting to what happened on the field. So I, you know, I probably would have waited a couple of days. It just seemed very reactionary, and um, so yeah, I, I would have given it a little bit of breathing room there.
2: It, it did, it did come off. I mean, very knee-jerk. Uh, I, I know that he's a frustrated man. I had to ask you. I know that both these coaches have been here uh, coaching for this team in this city before. Um, When you see what the 49ers did and what the Kansas City Chiefs did, the Chiefs, I think, are a different animal because it's Mahomes. But you see, like, the 49ers and how competitive they are. They're knocking at the door. How far off are the Cleveland Browns in your estimation? Not that far off, or do we still got some work to do?
3: Well, it really comes down to Deshaun Watson. And let me just say, I don't want to dismiss out of hand uh, Jonathan's theory because I will say that – you know, there is a lot to be said for what Deshaun wants right now. There's just a lot to be said for that. Now, I certainly don't think, once again, that, you know, that he went to them and said, this is what I want, this is what I need, go do this. I don't think it was like that. But I just don't think it probably hurt if, if he, you know, had some great advice from Cam Newton that, hey, you know, if he's on their radar, you're going to like him type of thing. I mean, the, the answer could be somewhere in the middle, Um but as far as how far the Browns are away from doing what uh, Kansas City did, there's a couple things here. First of all, it comes down to Deshaun Watson. That's the whole reason they went out and got Deshaun Watson, is to be able to compete with the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allens. So if he can come back from this shoulder injury – and be the quarterback that the Browns believe that they got with their three first-round picks and their 230 million dollars. Then they have a good chance of at least getting deep into the playoffs. Can they get past a Patrick? Not sure about that yet. Um, that's the assignment for sure. But um, you know they're going to have to do everything that they possibly can, and Deshaun is going to have to be that quarterback in order for them to to accomplish and achieve their goals i think they're other than that they're they're close everywhere i mean we saw that they beat the top two seeds this year so you know it's not like we're in 2017 and 2018 saying hey we think they can win the super bowl no i mean this team is built to go the distance and if deshaun can bring the goods they they can make some noise this year
4: let me ask you a question that i'm just thinking about for next year with deshaun you know ken dorsey when Josh Allen was there last year, and the two of them were together, uh, Josh Allen had that shoulder injury, and so Josh Allen wasn't running as much. Now, he ran a lot when they were close to the end zone. I think he had 15 rushing touchdowns last year. Previous couple years before that, he had like seven and six. In important moments, he still ran, but he wasn't the runner that he had been. And obviously, postseason's different. They let him do whatever they needed to do. Uh, I mean, Ken Dorsey was gone at that point. But um, they limited him, and, and you could tell they made a conservative effort of making sure that he didn't hit that shoulder. Do you feel like they'll do the same thing with Deshaun, where they limit him in the run game and, and kind of say, all right, we, we don't want you to get injured, and so maybe on third and eight, you don't get to run the ball, or do you feel like you got Deshaun to run, you better run?
3: Well, I do think they're going to have to strike the balance between letting Deshaun be who he is and also trying to keep him healthy. Because... Uh, you know, if you don't have him out there, your whole entire season changes. Now, I have, I'm have on the record saying I think they should try to do everything that they can to re-sign Joe Flacco because then you know you can plug someone in and you can keep the train humming along. Um, but I do think they need to strike that balance between letting him make those off-schedule plays, letting him use his legs and play the game the way that he needs to, the same way that Patrick plays it, essentially, Um, And also making sure that in certain situations, he's smart about his body. And that's something that, you know.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
0: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: You've seen Josh Allen. I mean, he'll sacrifice his body for anything at any moment. He plays almost uh, in a reckless fashion at times. And you really don't want that out of Deshaun Watson. He's not big enough to sustain uh, all of those hits, all of those blows. So yes, I think you need to dial him back to a degree, or at least make sure he's being smart in certain situations. But you don't want to take away one of the best aspects of Deshaun, and that is his ability to make those plays on the run.
2: It's February fifteenth, Mary Kay. Hopefully, uh, you and and your hu- I almost said his real name. You and your husband had a wonderful Valentine's Day. I'm just saying that to say that it doesn't lead into anything here. I just you know I care about you and your family, Mary Kay. Let me ask you, though, about as of February 15th, how do you think the offensive line will shake out with the Cleveland Browns at the tackle positions where it fixes with Jed Wills, Dewan Jones, and Jack Conklin?
3: It's going to be interesting. I hope you and, and your Sig Uz, as my daughter. Everybody knows my
2: saying. wife's name. It's Liz. Yeah, Miss Liz. <laughs> Elizabeth. Yeah. I hope, you, I
3: hope <laughs> you guys had wonderful. Ve- we watched Romantic True Detective. That's really? We did. yeah no we're going out to dinner on tomorrow night actually but yeah that was a romantic evening wasn't it to watch you know scary crazy true detective did
4: you do like the Idaho murder case like what are we talking here
3: (laughs) um we're we just we just caught up to season uh, episode five of the current season with Jodie Foster so
4: oh that you know what I I bailed after two episodes does it get better
3: this episode was really good okay all right it was it was really good certainly not as good as season one which we recently just watched
4: that's the hard part everyone wants it to be as good as season one it's never going to be as good as season one
3: yeah it probably won't be I don't know they're going to have a hard time topping that one but anyways so yes episode five I thought was very very good and I'm enjoying watching Jodie Foster but, as let's getting boo, I digress getting back to the tackle <laughs> <laughs> um they do have you know sort of a a good problem to have. We know they were down to their fourth and fifth tackle, so it behooves you to have more than two really good ones, and they have three really good ones, three starting caliber ones, but can you afford to pay them all well, right now, you can because Dewan Jones is on his fourth round rookie contract and makes. Peanuts to go out and play the way that he's playing, so if this is a year that you need to keep all three of those guys and kind of see how it goes, then I think you can afford to do it, um, but you never know it's also an opportunity to perhaps uh see if you can you know maybe do something I would think that uh, because the other two are young that Jack would be the one that you would look at and say, hmm, maybe somebody else needs a really good all pro tackle and would be willing to give us something for that, so while well, he could be never- he, he could be traded. No, I, I don't know that. Well, I that well, is I, not,
2: I know that's your opinion. I'm just saying because I didn't it, honestly, Mary Kay, because of the injuries, I it just it honestly it never crossed my mind. I was like, ah, I ain't worth that. It just the thought never crossed my mind.
3: Well, those uh, that caliber of tackle is very mm-hmm. very hard to come by, and um, you know I know at least one person who knows how darn good he is that works for another team now. So, I mean, you never know. There's there's several people that work for other teams that know how good Jack. If Jack can come back from a serious knee injury, come back healthy, then he has plenty oh, of that, value.
4: That fan base knows too. But
2: yeah, that's right. right. He's already played there before. Boy, this right. is and just that, making yeah, sense.
3: That doesn't mean that that's going to happen. Again, that is not some kind of inside intel mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I ex- yeah. I do think that uh there, you know, there would be something to be, to be said for having three amazing tackles or three really, really good starting caliber offensive tackles. It certainly can't hurt. So, um, you know, and they can, as I mentioned before, they can afford to keep all three because Jones isn't making anything right now. So, um, you know, we'll have to see how that one plays out. A lot of these roster decisions, we get a, a feel for it, a handle on it when we go to the combine. So we're in a little bit of that lull, that calm before the storm, before, um, you know, people go to the combine. All of the agents have meetings with all of the teams, and you start to get a really good idea in many cases of who's staying, who's going, who's on the trading block. It's it's really the biggest reason to, to actually to go to the combine, even more so than talking to prospects.
2: Mary Kay, real quick. Uh, I, get a, I get inundated, inundated with – emails and messages and the whatnot about Baker Mayfield and about when am I going to admit that the Browns were wrong, this, that, and the other. Over in Pittsburgh, you know, they're kicking around future quarterbacks. They brought up on their station Baker Mayfield. Do you think that there would be a sector of fans here in Cleveland who consider themselves Browns fans who might actually root for Baker Mayfield, even if he were in Pittsburgh, to teach us a lesson?
3: That would be a tough one. Now, I will say, I mean, all of the – all of the Baker fans who are you know, from Oklahoma who became Browns fans wouldn't have any trouble whatsoever becoming Steelers fans because they were wed to Baker, not Cleveland. So uh, I can see a, a segment of, of the fan base absolutely being excited about that. But in terms of Browns fans, you certainly can't call yourself a Browns fan if you're going to root for Baker Mayfield as a Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm going to say no on that.
2: Okay. I just had to make sure. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think... It's always a loud minority, I think, Mary Kay, that start yelling yeah. about it, you know?
3: No, it, it definitely is. I mean, he's got a very, very strong following. And I'll tell you, I I was not um, disappointed to see him rebound and have a nice season. I, I was happy for him that he was able to go on, and ha- I never wanted to see him fail here or elsewhere. I mean, who would want that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm happy for him that he was able to, kind of get his career back together because you hate to see young guys come through here and, and have their careers die. That, it shouldn't be like that. Um, you know, I'm glad he's going to go on to have some success and he put himself back on the map. And if he ends up in Pittsburgh, so be it.
2: Mary Kay Cabot, we thank you very much for the time. All the best. Thank you, Mary Kay.
3: Sure, thank you guys.
2: Mary Kay Cabot on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.